0: I have fought the worst of all wars, and witnessed the redemption of evil. I have seen balance restored to the Force. But Order can turn to chaos, as it did when I was born. Now, with my loved ones and my loyal allies, I face a new challenge unlike any before. And I'm not sure at this time, we can win. Star Wars Vector Prime by Ari Salvatore, the first novel of the new Jedi Order.
1: What's up everybody and welcome to Long Time Ago Radio, a conversational podcast about Star Wars and the official podcast of a AStarWarsPodcast.com. I'm your host Joshua Mobley and I'm joined by my two favorite fans in the galaxy, Alex Vargas and Rebecca June Lane. How are you two doing?
2: It sounds like you're joined by a third fan. I thought I heard a puppy dog just now. Oh, she's, oh. she's
3: around.
1: She's Ahsoka. around.
2: She's I'm doing around. good. How are you doing, Alex?
3: I am doing good. I'm keeping track of this uh, Hasbro lab. The uh, So real quick, I know this isn't one of our stories. But the Java Sail Barge in vintage size needed oh, 5,000 yeah. backers. We were at two hours to go with 8,552 orders <laughs> placed. And here's the best part they're selling them like crazy right now. So th- at the start of this episode, we're at 8,552. When we're done with this episode, I'll let you know how many they've sold.
4: Wow.
2: Because it's it-
3: literally going, you know, they're selling every second.
2: Are you one of these 8,000?
3: No. I don't have room for. It's big. Yeah. I, I don't have the room for
2: it. Four feet, you said.
3: Four feet. Yeah, it's yep, four feet. it's a beast of a toy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, that is very exciting. If we had like an office or something cool like that, I'd say we would get it for that. But alas, no. It, we could we could buy it together and ship it around like the traveling pants. Yeah. Like, yeah. of the traveling pants. The traveling the barge. pants. Well, you the know,
3: traveling barge. I'm, I'm just saying. I think Ahsoka <laughs> could fit in it. I think our cat Louise can fit in it. <gasps> Becky, if you have any critters, I think they could probably fit in it, too. I'll get a critter you so should I can get a critter force for it to it.
2: sit in the in Jabba's barge.
3: <laughs> right?
1: Come with me, cat. <laughs> you will sit on this barge.
3: But that's what I'm doing. That's my Star Wars thing right now. I'm, I'm watching people go crazy with this toy, which is, which is awesome to see.
2: Very exciting. Yeah. I feel like my Star Wars thing is you guys. I feel like we've gotten to hang out and chat about Star Wars quite a bit over the past couple of weeks, so that's fun i'm also wearing star wars socks but i have a stormtrooper pair and a snowtrooper pair and i've lost one of each so now i'm like mixing and matching but i don't think anybody's gonna judge me for mixing my trooper socks
1: (laughs) i'm with i'm actually wearing one white sock and one star wars sock because i couldn't find the matching (laughs) socks i need to do laundry is really where it it comes down
2: to Fair enough. What about you, Josh? Yeah. What's going on in your uh, Star Wars life besides this?
1: <sighs> watching watching some of the Last Jedi special features. I haven't watched them in a couple of days, but I've been slowly going through them. I haven't watched the documentary yet, but okay. I did watch um I did watch the one where Ryan Johnson talks about the Force. Thought that was really interesting.
2: Ooh, that does sound and, interesting.
1: Yeah. Uh and then pretty much just that and working on more of part two for the lightsabers thing which is about well i was gonna say it was a third done now it's looking like it's more like 40 percent done because i ran a poll on twitter yesterday after the script reached 2,000 words and asked if i should just cut some of it and make a part three and there was an overwhelming like just make a part three so there you go the uh third chapter is being cut out entirely and just gonna be its own separate video now nice so that's how that's going (laughs) uh and other than that yeah i haven't i haven't done much i i randomly today popped in like one of the couple of ds star wars games i had because i'd never played it and i actually hang on which one was it oh no the box oh it's right here uh Star Wars, The Clone Wars Jedi Alliance. Hmm. And uh, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> wow, very it's, blunt it, to review it, it, right there. Yeah, it uses the touchscreen entirely. Um, the one cool thing I will say about it is that it has all of the Clone Wars voice actors in it. Okay, which is nice. cool. That's pretty cool. So, yeah. it lets you pick any two characters you want to go on the missions and they all have their own unique dialogue and stuff, which I was like, you know, for a random budget DS game, that's some pretty extensive development work right there. So, I was playing as Plo Koon and Ahsoka, and weirdly, it, this game must have been made before Mother Talzin got brought into the show because Literally, the in the first level, Night Sisters show up on Luminara Unduli's ship, but they're like Night Sisters and they're showing leg, and like one of them is Mother Talzin. She's all like, like leggy, like the bottom half is all like <laughs> leggy, and then the top half is normal Mother Talzin. But then she has a red lightsaber that has a cross guard, weirdly enough. What? And and she's just like, blue Jedi, bleh, and you're like trying to. Fighter or whatever. And I was like, this is so strange.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just like your your repeated use of the descriptor leggy. Leggy. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean bare legs? Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah. Just Okay. Like gotcha. long
1: bare legs and then the rest is like just clothes everywhere.
4: <laughs> okay. It's
1: just strange. It was like, okay, this is a little weird, but alright. All right. All right. Okay, um just- other than that, yeah. Not a lot going on. I have been meaning to dive back into um star wars infinities because i'm almost done reading the uh the star wars arc which man that's rough uh i can see why lucas changed a lot (laughs) because if if this was the if this was the uh original like his vision Mm -hmm. you know uh i can see why it changed a lot because it has like none of the uh None of the like, you know, DNA that makes Star Wars what it is in there. What do you mean it's, by that? It just feels like Buck Rogers kind of It's like Buck
3: Rogers ah. with some steampunk mixed in.
1: Yeah, it's Buck Rogers with Okay, that sounds cool. It is. I don't know what it's, you're talking it's, about. It is. It's Buck Rogers with characters named after Star Wars characters. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And you're like, that sounds
3: weird. It's like thank god this is an early draft.
1: V- Vader looks like Superman, but he has red eyes. Ooh. Okay. He doesn't have any, like, he's not all deformed or anything. He's just like, yep, that's me. <laughs> uh, the okay. Emperor has, like, a twirly mustache. He's like, meh. He's, like, balding. It's weird. <laughs> and the Death Star is just a big ball with a bunch of just laser cannons on it. Yeah. So it,
2: like Accurate. Okay, I like it.
1: It just shows up to a planet and just starts firing, like, a disco ball. <laughs> like... <laughs> It's uh, it's really weird, and and they call the the Jedi or the Jedi Bendu, and all that.
2: I would like to see an animated take on this version of Star Wars. That
1: would be actually pretty cool. I would watch that. I would I would watch that, even though I'm not uh enjoying it. And you know what's funny <laughs> is
2: the, that...
1: huh? even <laughs> what did I say? You
2: just said that you weren't enjoying it, and you were being funny. I'm not. I mean it's. <laughs>
1: I think it's interesting. It's fascinating, but it's not an enjoyable story. Wow. Okay. Like. All right. Which is why I'm glad that it's, it became what it became. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's completely different. Like it, it's, it's, uh it, it doesn't, um it doesn't follow what we have as episode four at all. It is entirely different. Well, it just happens to have like names and stuff.
2: I'm very curious, actually. You're, despite your extremely negative review, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm kind of curious to check it out.
1: The art's really good. I'll say that. The art's actually fantastic.
2: So but. we had a, uh, a, a, I don't know how how exactly to call this. It's on an email. It was a text message to the pod huh. um, answering something that we were struggling with uh, two episodes ago. The pronunciation of the actor's name who plays Hux, which apparently... Was was
1: this Sterling? This This was not
2: Sterling. It wasn't? No, this is our fan, Ann Larimer. And Mm. I actually have a recording of her pronouncing his name, if we'd like to listen to it. Let's do
1: it. Go for it.
2: Uh, Okay, so hopefully you can hear this. Okay, apparently you cannot. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) No, because I
1: didn't hear anything. pronounced
3: General Hooks.
2: Donal Gleeson, like tonal with a D. Tonal? Like tonal, hold on, d- with a D. Donal oh. Gleeson, like tonal with a D. So Donal Gleeson, like Donal tonal Gleason? with a D, she says.
1: Donal Gleeson, okay. There
2: you go, there you go. All right, cool, and cool. She, she is a Anglophile, so I think she, she knows how those even though he's Irish or Scottish. I don't know. She knows about over there. So thank you, In Larimer. She
3: knows about (laughs) over there. That's funny. Yeah, thank you, because I know I'm bad with names.
2: Yeah. I'm bad with Star Wars names, let alone weird
1: uh, Earth names.
2: Earth name.
1: Anyway. uh, Actually, also, before we go into our topic of the show, uh, two things. First thing, Uh, We got a nice email from a listener named Daniel who informed us of a problem that we had been having on our RSS feed, which I actually knew about and wasn't able to fix. Well, I dug deep this weekend, (laughs) and at 2 in the morning, uh, I found it. I found the problem, and it was incredibly easy to fix. So now, everyone, if you're on iTunes and stuff, you should notice that every single one of our episodes is now visible.
4: Hooray! on the feed
1: Hooray! and not just the latest 10 episodes. So Thanks. thankfully that has been, that has been fixed and I'm very happy about that. And um, thank
2: you, Daniel, for, for yes, pointing that out to
1: us. Thank you very much, Daniel, for, for lighting the fire under me. that got me to finally like just <laughs> dig deep and find out what was wrong. Dig and and it is this, it was this really super obscure setting that literally was like number of, la- of latest things to display. And it was 10. And I was like, How about we make that ten thousand? Oh yeah. <laughs> and then it went Yeah.
2: Preparing for the future.
1: Yes. So did that. So now in in fifty years when I have to I go back say, and change that do that. Number.
2: <laughs> I don't think we can live long enough to make ten thousand episodes, unfortunately. Well we'll
1: try. Anyway. <laughs> That's our goal. We'll be like, Episode fifty is coming out.
2: <laughs> what More are we at?
1: Mark Hamill's fourth clone will be reprising his role. Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru the untold stories. Yes, oh, and by the way, yeah, we did an April Fool's episode last week, so if you'd like to go listen to that, we talked about how uh, Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru are the most important characters in all of Star Wars canon.
2: But, like, we didn't actually address my actual question, which was, do we think that they were shot and then burned, or do we think they were bombed, or do we think they were running I, I and told then you, on, were on fire? I told you what
3: I thought. There was issues with Wombrant and their gas line, and, you know. Oh, honestly, <laughs> I always pictured them as having been shot, and then they just burnt.
4: Burnt, burnt it, it all. all to the ground. But
3: there's some art out there. It, it, I think it's just some fan art, but uh, it's it's actually a shot of Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru on their knees with their hands behind their heads, and their stormtroopers all Oof. around them, and it's Boba yeah. Fett shooting Aunt Beru in the back of the head. Whoa! But it, it's, that, it's, it's heavy. That
2: doesn't. <laughs> that's really yeah, dark. It's really yeah, it's really dark. Yeah. I don't. I don't know
3: I don't about, know about that. that. That seems a little fanservicey. I I figure you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what fan wants
3: that? <laughs> there are people out there. The internet is a weird place. Did you say like Star Wars Dark? Yeah. yeah. People, yeah. yeah I, I'm sure someone thought, man, The Star War would have been a great movie.
2: <laughs>
1: the
3: Star War.
2: Oh, my God. Anyway. Are we ready for the main topic?
3: Uh, yes,
1: we are ready for the main topic. And uh, for those of you who have stuck it out this far and who aren't aware, this is long time ago radio. And uh, whether you're from the class of 77 or The Last Jedi was your first Star Wars movie, you're welcome here. Now, onto the topic of the show.
0: When Luke Skywalker was most vulnerable. This is a dangerous time for you. It is you and your abilities the Emperor wants. When a renegade hero became a friend in desperate need. And a dark villain faced his greatest challenge. Join me and together... We can rule the galaxy as father and son. When the Empire turned more and more to the forces of the Underworld... Bounty hunters, we don't need their scum. (laughs) The Underworld moved in to crush the Empire and the Rebellion in a single stroke. After the Empire Strikes Back and before Return of the Jedi, there was a time when heroes and villains alike lived. In the shadows of the
3: Empire. Jazz hands.
4: Jazz hands. Space
3: jazz hands. Yeah.
4: Space
1: jazz. I, I, uh, I forgot to mention at the top of the show now that I'm realizing, but if you stick around through the rest of the show, we actually have an interview that I did with the CEO and founder of a service called Utini, which delivers Star Wars books right to your door. It's sort of like Loot Crate, except personalized to you, and you can learn more about that at the end of the show. But it actually has a little bit to do with our topic of the show, which is we're going to talk all about Star Wars books, their impact on the canon, their impact on fandom, where they came from, a little bit of history, some fun facts, things like that. Our favorite books. Books that maybe we'd like to see in the future. Stories that we haven't heard, that kind of thing. Books that
3: never should have been. Uh,
1: which oh. <laughs> never should have been <laughs> brr, brr, crystal star <laughs> uh werewolves um i've never even read crystal star i almost feel like uh, that should be a patreon goal crystal star book club oh, <laughs> yeah, okay that would actually be pretty fun we'll think about that um let's see here so star wars books actually go back to the premiere of the original movie and not even that before the premiere of the original movie so a little a little bit of details on the first star wars book was called star wars and put the subtitle from the adventures of luke skywalker which is strange because i think actually isn't um isn't uh, the it, the the second book by Alan Dean Foster's not called Star Wars, right? It's just called Splinter of the Mind's Eye from the yeah. Adventures of Luke Skywalker.
2: There's it's I think the the sub the there's like a subheading, um, and it's like from the further adventures of Luke Skywalker. <laughs>
1: so. Oh, so, even more adventures from Luke Skywalker. Um, so this book came out in 1976. It was first published on November 12th which was actually six months before the movie even came mm-hmm. out. Because originally the movie got delayed, right? I, I was, believe so. I think, I think that was the whole thing. It was supposed to come out Christmas of 76, and then it was delayed until the summer of 77, when it eventually uh, premiered. Um, the book, while being credited as written by George Lucas, actually wasn't written by George Lucas at all written by a man named alan dean foster who wrote uh, a sci-fi novel called ice rigger um he apparently met with george at the ilm studios and they talked about uh you know the story and all that and they got very excited he signed on to do two books which was this one and splinter of the mind's eye which was the inevitable quote-unquote sequel or whatever um people have ended up asking uh alan dean foster if he was upset that they never put his name on any of the books which i think has changed now right isn't uh aren't all the new like publications of the episode four novels like aren't they by alan you dean would foster? hope
2: so that'd be pretty lame
1: i feel like um. they are but actually you know what i don't I, know i for... might
3: have one let me go look
1: Yeah. I know you have one. I know you have this book, but I don't remember which one you have. Oh,
3: I'm I'm looking at it. It's the, uh, it's like the second publication. So it does not have him. It still says George Lucas on it.
1: Okay. Um, well they asked Alan Dean Foster if he was upset that they had never put his name on it. And he said, quote, not at all. It was George's story idea. I was merely expanding upon it. Not having my name on the cover. Didn't bother me in the least. It would have been akin to a contractor demanding to have his name on a frank lloyd wright house which i f- actually find kind of interesting and uh, and for those of you who don't know frank lloyd wright was he's an architect um which and i i do find it interesting that this book came out like months before mm-hmm. uh the thing because i i actually remember hearing in a documentary that like people who read the book were like there's no way they're gonna put this on film
2: well, like, it's interesting because just looking like in before three months before the film was released, the novelization sold out of its initial run. Um, so, you know, apparently some people liked it. Yeah. Um, well, and nowadays
3: <laughs> it goes for a pretty hefty penny. Josh, do you remember a WonderCon? One of the vendors had the book for sale.
1: I don't. We were standing wow. there. The
3: guy had a bunch of media. And he's telling this kid, do you know what the first item to ever be produced out of Star Wars is? It's one of the guys that had video games, too. And then in the back, he whips out the book, and it's this original, you know, first edition, first printing Star Wars book. And he has it wrapped in all these special types of plastics, and he had it, I think it was at a uh, a three-figure price tag. Three,
1: three figures? figures.
3: Yeah. Whew.
2: Three, yeah. So, like, hundreds of dollars? I, I think
3: it was at least $130. He, he kind of flashed bad. it real quick. But, I mean, it also wasn't in the best condition. But it's yeah. cool to see things like um, that in person. I get excited. I got giddy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, some Ralph MacQuarie artwork on the mm-hmm. cover. Um, yeah. The same, you know, the the picture you've probably seen of the droids looking the way they all look and, you know, Luke posing there with his lightsaber, but then like a huge picture of Vader who looks a little more, you know, concept arty. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty cool looking book. I'd pick it up if I saw it on yeah. the, on the stands. <laughs>
1: Uh, there's some, uh, differences and weird things in this book that don't, uh, actually apply to the movie that I have here as well. Mm. Um, there are very small details, such as Luke's squadron in the Death Star Saul being blue squadron instead of red squadron. Um, the official term for droids in the novelization is mechanicals. Mm. And it's implied the word droids is a slang term uh droid is also spelled with an apostrophe on the front because the term is used as a as a uh contraction of the word android and the word rebels is never capitalized ever uh because it's not the name of a group it's just like they're rebels and stuff um and then the, the uh they actually mentioned the call sign of the um the uh, stormtrooper that's guarding the Millennium Falcon in that one scene where they're like, "Hey, down there," uh, and his call sign's THX eleven thirty
3: eight. Uh, I like that. Which
1: was yeah, as opposed to TK four two one, which is the movie. The, you know, the other guy, the the famous stormtrooper that we all know. Uh, and that's that. And well, then, of course, well, we know about Splinter of the Mind's Eye. What were you gonna say?
2: I was gonna say two other things about that are different in that novel. Number one. Um, uh Chewie gets a medal at the end of that that book. Uh, oh,
1: that's nice.
2: <laughs> th- no, it, it says they, <laughs> she must strain to do so. Apparently, it's physically hard for her to give him a medal. Um but there's also a prologue uh to that book. Um that begin is presented as an entry of the journal of the wills and it's the first ever reference to Palpatine. Um and it, they kind of present his whole story about he, how he was a senator um he was elected president um and declared himself the emperor um and then they talked about how he was controlled by other assistants and you know uh people who he had working for him so he became a puppet obviously some of that changed but a lot of that obviously wasn't in the original film and uh it's you know first introduced in that novel which is kind of interesting yeah.
1: I wonder if they were implying that, like, Vader was the one controlling the Empire. Maybe. You know, Maybe. like, Vader was the real big bad, even though eventually it was like, no, it's just Palpatine is the actual big bad.
2: Right. That's interesting. <clears throat> I think I that's know. interesting. Yeah.
1: I think we actually may have read some of that on the show at one point. Yeah. But I don't remember on what episode that would have been.
2: Maybe about the Empire. No. But yes, you were going to talk about Splinter of the Mind's Eye, which yeah, is really so, interesting.
1: So, Alan Dean Foster uh, who, you know, he was, he, he wrote the first one. Then he got signed on to do a second book, which was Splinter of the Mind's Eye, which was the original idea for the sequel, uh, to Star Wars. Lucas didn't know if he was actually going to get to make it. So this was sort of like his, well, just in case, I'd like to at least tell more of the story. So, uh, and they purposefully left Han out of, out of it, period, because they thought if, uh, they could make it it might end up being a made for tv movie and they, <laughs> they weren't going to be harrison able to ford. afford harrison ford yeah <laughs> so they just were like don't put han in it at all they figured they could get carrie and mark to do it which is why the story <laughs> primarily focuses on luke and leia going after something called the kyber oh. crystal uh just back when there was only one kyber crystal apparently and then uh vader like going after them on this book cover it says a new novel by Alan Dean Foster. I don't know if that was always the case. But I've only ever seen this book with his name on it. So I don't know if it never didn't have his name on it. But I don't know. Alex, maybe you know. I don't know. But I don't know. Okay. Maybe yeah. Becky knows. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although it mentions here that it, wa- it, it was written and published by its author alan d foster who had ghost written star wars the adventures of luke skywalker so maybe yeah maybe this always just had his name uh on it and yeah becky it says right here from the further adventures of right. luke skywalker
2: <laughs> so <laughs> many funny. adventures there's yeah. just so many
1: um and this is the one where there's all the sexual tension between luke and leia which awkward they got rid of that. Apparently they have republished this at some point recently because there is a version of this book cover that has the legends band on it. Ooh. So
2: Well, I was I was reading a list and a lot of people consider it like one of the most I mean, one of the best novels or most influential ones. It was not, it was topped this list I was seeing about the ones uh, that people enjoy. But that might just be because it was the first one. I don't know. I haven't read it. Have you guys read
4: it?
3: I have only read I've seen it in person passages like it, you know the only passages yeah. you really need to read because they're really creepy <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> apparently did we did you already say it was um adapted to a uh graphic novel
1: i did not because i didn't know that where,
2: where was 19- it adapted to it? by dark horse in 1996 Ooh, that's um, kind
1: of late for them to do something like that but that's interesting now i'm kind of like well you think down. about
3: 1996 yeah. that i mean at that point there was no new star wars i think they're trying to grasp for content
1: right
2: well i mean i don't know what you wanted to go to next but you know talking about expanded universe and what kind of everybody thinks of as all the the larger stories there was only about eight novels published i think 10 including the two we just talked about um between the release of star wars and then the early 90s um most of what we consider the like world of the extended universe started with heir to the empire and after that um and then it was just a deluge of, of books and what whatnot. Yeah,
4: I'm um, trying
1: to find a list. Um, I found a list, but it's in like reverse order, which is so annoying.
2: I can send you a list right now. list of novels. I have novels. Oh, there there
1: you go. Helpful. Oh, look, here we go. list of novels by release date that oh my god that's exactly what i was looking for
2: um just some some highlights from the earlier ones though you should all like if you i'll I'll post this on the twitter but um check out the cover art for just all of the books because some of them are kind of beautiful and some of them are just hilarious like the han solo ones that all looks very 70s and janky and
1: yeah um, (laughs) <laughs> uh, I don't know good. if you have seen I posted a bunch of them on Twitter cuz I found them. I found out that this was a thing. The these novel covers the, in the Japanese versions are incredible. Yeah, they're beautiful. Mm. They're so cool and and uh god, they're 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 the best. They just look like the movie po- They look really modern actually for the time. Um they look like what stuff would look like now. Weirdly. They
3: they aged it really well like old Star Wars back then, even older Star if that makes sense. Like, the, the theming of it went really well. Like, the grungy, it still felt Star Wars-y as opposed to, I think, what a lot of people are complaining about now. The future of Star Wars, like, the First Order doesn't necessarily always feel like Star Wars. I don't know if that made any mm-hmm. sense. It made sense in my mind. Oh, when I, when I was about to say <laughs> it. But uh, what's really cool about these paintings, too, is if you want versions of these without necessarily having to buy the books, Topps trading cards when they did Star Wars Galaxies... Uh probably within the first four series of them, they had trading cards of all these covers, so you could kind of collect the art miniature form and you you know that way as opposed to having to have so many of these books that you may not be able to read, you had these miniature little paintings as' trading cards
2: That's very cool. That's I do sweet, like art actually. I think novel art's very yeah. interesting um yeah it can go it can be really kind of trippy and fun, and then it can go into total like you know fabian.
1: Territory, yeah, so. I f- I follow a uh, Twitter account called 70s sci-fi art. It's the oh. best. I I love weird psychedelic 70s <laughs> sci-fi art. It's so cool. It's like I some astronaut why. on a mountain of skulls. You're like, "Yes, this is awesome."
2: Um so continuing on, obviously I mentioned it real quick, but Timothy Zahn kind of kicked off a huge Fang with um, yeah. his first in the Thrawn trilogy called Star Wars: Heir to the Empire, which was released in ninety one. It reached number one on the New York Times bestseller list. That's how cool and desperate people were for Star Wars yeah. in nineteen ninety one.
1: Um, that was the end of the dark the, times. The Renaissance I
2: think. era. I mean, yeah, because yeah, if you look at that list, there wasn't anything published since like nineteen eighty three. Yeah, um, I, w-
1: I had an article pulled up. And now I'm trying. I'm like struggling to find it because I have so many tabs open. Um, but it was all about the uh, the dark times, and I can't find it now. But yeah, it was it was this period between the uh, the uh, release of Return of the Jedi and the publishing of Air to the Empire by Timothy Zahn. It's referred to as the dark times because there was literally no Star Wars content, like. Fans basically thought that Star Wars was just dead at that point. It
4: Which was is gone. Crazy.
1: Yeah. Which is crazy to think about. Uh and it and and them publishing Splinter of the Minds, I was like, this it was this huge thing. Like, oh, people are still interested in this. Um and I don't remember, Alex, maybe you remember. They mentioned it in the Toys That Made Us, like the um what's it called? The uh the toy contract like flipped back over to Lucas oh, because yeah. Kenner wasn't making them anymore. They had to anymore, continuously that, like, create violated.
3: toys. And once they stopped doing it for a, a certain amount of time, the contract reverted back to Lucas. So this is back when he, he got them, you know, he got the licensing back. And then a few years later is when, you know, he got the uh, the modern wave of figures.
1: Yeah. And and that coincided with like um, Dark Horse getting the comic book rights which Marvel had had them for the longest time um, and now have them again. But Dark Horse had them for almost 20 years, I think, before, more than that, actually, before they switched over. And uh, and it was 2014, I think, when they first started publishing Marvel Star Wars comics again. So uh, they had that for a long time. Um, and this was, like, after the Dark Ages ended. It was around when, like, all the shadows of the empire stuff came out and there were more action figures and a bunch of other stuff. And then we got the prequels after all that. Um, I'm trying to think of so uh, other, j- other books that were super impactful.
2: Well, I just want to just talk a little bit about this Thrawn trilogy real quick. And, yeah. and, um, so obviously it introduced Thrawn, a character who is different, but still exists in the universe. Um, but it also introduced Probably the, the the biggest fan favorite from the EU is Mar Jade um, and her whole beginning of her storyline. Um, you have Leia having her twins. You have just kind of the start of a lot of the touchstones that people miss from the Extended Universe. You also have clones and evil clones mm-hmm. and, and a, Luke. Luke! <laughs> an evil clone <laughs> with, named Luke with two U's, which yeah, is really cool. Now, have you guys read this trilogy? I know a lot of our I listeners have not.
4: And I'm kind
3: of okay, not reading it.
1: Yeah, I've heard it's a little goofy now if you go back and read it, even though people absolutely adore it. Um, I, would I love actually, to read it. I, I have so many vivid memories of this cover because my dad had this book, and I remember he gave it to me at some point because he was like, "I don't want this anymore." He gave it to me when I was like eight, maybe never read it just kind of had it on a shelf cuz i like i loved the cover i don't know there was something like weird about the dude with the the is like finger lasers and stuff and <laughs> he
2: does have finger lasers I, like just
1: did, i was like what's happening in this, this is and a
2: really aggressive bear chest
4: yes.
1: too yeah for an old man he's he is cut <laughs> and uh <laughs> and i remembered not like ever reading it and then i think when i was like around 11 or so it was around when the uh, prequels were coming out. Uh, I, I I had a kind of like, oh, I just want more Star Wars stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, cause I watched the prequels and the and the movies, just I always had them on in my room like all the time, and I was like, you know what? I want to read this book that I've never had, and I think I tried to read one page and got really bored. <laughs>
4: Oh no! But it's
1: because I was eleven, and I have, and I even to this day kind of have a short attention span, unfortunately, that I struggle with, and I, I just I couldn't do it. So that's like the memory I have of Air to the Empire. But I don't know if I'll ever go back and read it. Maybe I will. Maybe if we ever do book clubs and stuff, and we ever get to that one, maybe.
2: I I would love to at least go through the big ones, you know, like the Thrawn yeah. trilogy, and apparently there's two more Thrawn books as well, the th- yeah. Thrawn duology, um, you know. Duology? Yes. Um, yes, the... Oh, you,
1: you mean currently, the canon?
2: Excuse me?
1: Are you, are you talking about the Thrawn yes. books and canon yes, now? Yes, okay.
2: all the, all the Throniness. <laughs> they're <laughs> thrawn Um, they're thrawn <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. The X-Wing Rogue Squadron. Did you guys read that? The X-Wing series?
1: Um, I did not, but I am actually kind of fascinated. I have been, like, toying with the idea of going back and reading some of the Dark Horse comics oh, yeah. as well. Um, just because it's, I don't know, I want to see you at all the hubbub They are pretty about, good. I mean, but... some were
3: good. Some were just really weird. Like, one of the, I forgot which comic it was, but it was a DC one. Or Dark Horse, I'm sorry. And they were dragon lady Siths. It was it was just really, weird. and they lived in in the, uh, the 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 frozen tundra, and they had snake tongues. It, it got weird. Like there were some really good stories, <laughs> and then you got weird stories. But I loved about the mm-hmm. old comics is that you would go. They had a lot of the old Republic storylines to kind of talk about like where the Sith and the Jedi kind of originated, and it looked very uh, like. Uh, medieval kind of fantasy. Like, I like that stuff Mm -hmm. a lot, which I'm hoping we get that in the future. Nice. I should mention that
1: uh, the Thrawn trilogy, as people call it, even though it doesn't even technically have a name. Uh, The second book is called Dark Force Rising, which I love that cover. It's so cheesy, but I love it. And I love that in the first, uh, in, in Heir to the Empire, and in Dark Force Rising, Thrawn's just in the back. Just kind of standing in the back. Just like chilling. Doing, doing nothing. Literally he, nothing.
2: He is a measured person, which yeah. I love. Yes, <laughs> yes.
1: He just looks. He just looks. Oh, he funny. Just stands and then there he's and not he on the last cover. Yeah. He's not on the last cover. The final cover is The Last Command, which has Luke, Mara, Jade, and uh, Han, and Leia. And then, and then cut uh, Wizard Man again in the bottom <laughs> corner. But. Uh, yeah, the gripping conclusion to the number one best Well they
3: song. did put him on the Legends cover, so the new version does have Thrawn. Uh on the cover of it.
1: Yeah, the new uh the the, the legends reprints, reprints yeah. of these books have Thrawn like on them all of them I think. But uh uh funny enough, The Last Command was adapted into a comic in nineteen ninety seven and narration for the audio book was done by Anthony Daniels.
2: Woo Hey, oh, look at that! Cool. Um, I was gonna say that there was another one that I saw that they had a cool. Um, I think the 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 original, yeah, the original Age of the Empire. The voice, the audiobook was done by the actor who played Wedge, so you got a little fun thing there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. You guys are going to have to say, because then there was just like a thousand books. That's an exaggeration. Oh, yeah. About 160 books came out between that point and then like 2012, which is a number I can see. Um, so there's a lot. And as yeah. you guys can probably say, they all, they all contradict each other. There's not like a one. Some
1: of them do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they're all from, and they're, and they're all from like different series and different eras too. Uh, so they would have like, um. Someone told me once, I don't know if this is true or not, but I had heard that a lot near the end of Legends, they would have just like a symbol on the book that would yeah, tell you like, what era it's supposed to yeah, take place Yeah, they in. did that. You
3: yeah. had it on the front. All right, give me 30 seconds. I'm going to pull some of my comics real quick. i be right back. Because they did. They had <laughs> logos on them so, that you could tell if they yeah. were modern age, old republic, or like in the future. So be right back.
1: Right. Okay. <laughs> uh but yes, they they did that because they had a bunch of they had a bunch of different stuff going on. They had um it's not like now in Marvel where they're kinda doing this like shooting out from from uh, or they're trying to just fill in the gaps of what we already have now as opposed right. to uh go, like jump it around. But in legends they jumped around a lot. Like they would have they would have like, Oh, here's a story that took place between five and six. Here's you know, go, going into the modern age, and, and then they had, like, one called Star Wars Legacies, which was, like, hundreds of years in the future, past thing, where it was, like, Luke Skywalker's great-great-great-great-great grandson or something. <laughs> uh, and and then they would have ones where it was, like, Dawn of the Jedi and, and crazy stuff like that. They don't really do that anymore, but no. they, got, they got real weird with it.
2: If you look at the official, if you look at the official canon uh, books now, the first entry in the first entry into what we consider the the canon of Star Wars is the Phantom Menace. The, nothing happened before the Phantom Menace, apparently. Um, and then the m- most future thing that's happened is The Last Jedi. So right. at this point, they've put caps on it. But back then, it was free for all. Oh, yeah. All
3: right, just let me see real they quick. They jumped around the line. Go ahead, Alan. I just realized I have Air to find... the Empire in comic form. I completely forgot I've read this. Um, so yeah, they had oh, the cool. different, different markings on them. If you look at the ones that came out towards the end of the, of the dark horse comics, it has uh, chancellor Valorum's staff and that's how they kind of define it. Um, so you have like the rise of the, these have, if I don't know if you've ever read the purge series, there's a lot of one shots and a few four part pieces. Um, and it talks about Vader basically hunting down the Jedi they're really good, but it talks about, uh, they, they divided up pretty much from, uh, before the empire the empire and after the empire let me see Mm. i'm just trying to pull see what i actually have here real quick
1: well uh i actually found in legends they had a couple of a a couple of eras so there's the pre-old galactic republic era which is like dawn of the dawn of the time (laughs) i guess uh then they had the old galactic republic era then the rise of the empire era which is you know and which is the, a
2: thousand years long that yeah. era and then the you.
1: rebellion era which is uh you know rise of the empire i guess we could consider the prequels rebellion era we could consider the original trilogy the new republic era which would have been after the new jedi order era uh then the legacy era And the short story anthologies, which I guess are are kind of their own thing, but that's a lot of eras. It's a lot of lots of eras,
2: yeah. Lots of time, lots of things to keep straight, which which, you know, and eventually we're definitely gonna have someone come in and talk to us about legends and really get into the nitty gritty of this stuff. But I think, I think you know, when you're approaching maybe reading some of the old stuff, I would first look up to see if the book was any good. Um, because, as we said, there was a ton of them. But then also, just, like, let your imagination run. Like, if you want to see what it was like thousands of years ago, go read that series, because they usually do come in as, like, little groups of two or three or four. So there's right. a lot to explore if you want to have little fantasy adventures.
4: Yeah.
1: That and um, a lot of these stories and these characters are kind of getting repurposed into new canon. So you always can kind of see, like, go back and see what they that's what i beforehand. want is yeah.
2: like the appreciation for those easter eggs that they put in now for us you know yeah
1: i, I also think uh marvel always ha- has always had two timelines they have prime timeline and then they have their ultimate timeline
4: <laughs> okay. and they run
1: kind of just completely separate until they did that one event where they like collided but I kind of like to think of it as like that. Like Star Wars has legends, which is kind of an alternate timeline, and then we have canon, which is a new,
3: growing. So, garden, sort oh, of. sorry, continue.
2: Yeah.
4: So, you no, know how we're talking
2: about
3: the symbols on the comic books. Three,
4: four, five, mm-hmm. six, yes. Seven,
3: eight. broken up into nine uh, groups. Starts off with the dawn of the Jedi, which is thirty-six thousand years before New Hope. So they went.
2: Thirty-six they went thousand far. years. Yeah.
4: <laughs> and you read something from yeah, this era, I don't, I like don't were have they them. like,
2: was there no electricity? Were they, was it like Jedi running around
3: Yeah, well, it's like the, the the emergence of lightsabers, and again, it, it feels very medieval. Like the costumes and the architecture that you see is kind of spacey, and the ships are very junkish. Like it almost seems like they just kind of threw things together. Um, but they're actually really fun because you know they talk about the very first Jedi and the very first Sith and you meet, you know, you, you, you learn the stories of the first Sith people, I think one, like Exar Kun, I think was his name, one of the very first ones, and you, mm-hmm. you read about his story and how he became a Sith, and how, you know, all these different rules are slowly set up, and they're fun, but you think about how far, I mean, 36,000 years, so it gives, by, by doing that, it gives them a really, really big window to create these stories. Um, but, I mean, you have uh, Dawn of the Jedi, 30, 36,000 years before. Old Republic era was 25,000 to 1,000 years before. Rise of the Empire, which is 1,000 to 0 years before New Hope.
2: So that was, so, and that's also the golden yeah. age of the Old Republic. So everything that we see, like the establishment.
1: Well, the, galactic the Galactic Republic, yes. Republic, So there there was an old, there was a Republic, there was the Old Republic, which existed before the one we see in the prequels.
2: But isn't that also en- encompassed by that thousand o- years, I believe?
1: Uh, no, because I think the, the, cause they even mention in like Phantom, they're like, this Republic stood for a thousand years or whatever. <laughs> and actually then that whole thing is canon. So, cause I've had to rewatch a lot of, <laughs> of rebels and stuff. They talk about, uh, Tar Vizsula, who was the first Mandalorian Jedi. He, existed during the old republic era and and during the fall of the old republic when the sith empire existed uh you know his old lightsaber got stolen and when the old republic fell and the whole and there was this this sith empire and all that when that all ended the galactic empire Mm -hmm. became a thing and that's the or the galactic republic became a thing and that's the Republic that we see in the prequel that
3: turned into the empire that later turned into the uh, new Republic, which turned into the first order at the same time.
2: It's just, there's so much, like if you dig into any of these timelines, there are just so many stories. Um, I'd love to just, but what we were saying, you know, there are so many different things, but a lot of these were turned into comics and graphic Mm -hmm. novels. Um, so you could go that route if you don't want to. There is a ton
1: of comics. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, and if you want to just stick to the canon, go back and listen to our our new canon episode because we break down yes. every book that had come out until that point. There yeah. have been more since Ho- then. Hopefully
1: by the end of this year, we'll do a revisit on that topic because you know some of the beginner choices like might change depending on the stuff that comes out. So right, we might revisit that at some point sort of like how we revisited the women of star wars episode but um yeah and and to wrap this whole book thing up because i feel like we could keep going on forever uh if if you could have one if okay kathleen kennedy knocks on your door you open it, and she's like becky alex josh i need you to tell me like a Star Wars story that you're super interested in hearing. It'll be. It could be anything you want, but it's. But it's going to be a novel. Are you doing the novels?
3: Yes.
2: Um. Real quick, I just want to say we haven't discussed any of the reference books or anything like that. That's a think whole that other, other category. A good
3: of to itself, because there's so much detail to talk about with yes. all those. I think
1: I had
2: so, some of them, yeah. like the
3: DK ones.
2: So that's the thing. Like, I have never actually read a cover-to-cover Star Wars novel. Um, I know. I know. I've read a ton of the reference books. I bought pretty much every one that you could buy uh, around the Phantom Menace era. Um, But in terms of a book that I would want, um, it would definitely be... If we're talking about just, like, a book that I would want, I think I would want it to be sexy. (laughs) I would want it to be... A love story, So Lost a good stars. Star Wars. I mean, obviously, we have lost stars of which I am two thirds of the way through. I read a bunch last night. I was trying to finish for the podcast. I failed. That's fine. I um, read more is what matters. I read more. Yes, I would want some sort of good romance. Maybe not a star-crossed lovers thing, since that already exists. But yeah, um, I wouldn't want that again either. Something along those lines, just to just to explore that edge of the universe might be maybe fun, with buddy. a happy ending. Yeah, a happy ending would happy be lovely. Happy endings are okay too, you know. Maybe set in one of these older. I- I'd like to explore the old. That's the that's old. My... Yeah. yeah.
1: Let's. let's that could be cool. Take off the cap. I'm always down for more love stories.
3: So, Alex, what's what you get? A book. That's hard to choose. Uh, not Tarkin. It's hard to choose. No The movie. we got that already. We said we're taking a book that would turn into a movie, right? Oh no! So no. You oh, should, we just bought a book. <laughs>
1: You, yeah, about whatever you want. Gray Jedi and
2: their
3: demise.
1: (laughs) There's one Gray Jedi, and it's the. There's a truce between the Sith and the 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 Jedi, and they they descend upon him.
2: And a bounty hunter named Dapperfett shows up and kills him. three pages.
3: That's (laughs) all you need. I don't know. I would. I honestly, if if you're gonna give us something, I would love to get some information about the uh, like the Mandalorian Wars. Again, the, the mandos and the siths
2: so
4: let's well, like combine so you'd love like a story. nice
1: mando yeah just war like the novel. story
3: of of the war like he doesn't necessarily have to have a love story a personal thing okay, this is well this is i
2: think it does we'll do all three <laughs> so chapters is, we'll write this, this. it'll my, be a bestseller
3: enjoy movies i'm gonna go off on a weird tangent here but uh, hopefully this makes sense uh, when i watch monster movies like King Kong, Godzilla, Pacific Rim, the, you know, the original monster movies. I don't care about the human aspect of the story. I just want to know what's going to happen with the monster. Like, that's what I care about. And sometimes in these stories, I just want to know the history and what happens. I don't need a love story. I don't need someone's realization that, you know, they have this power.
1: See, see, want, I want a One want...
3: style Mandalorian Jedi movie. That's the kind of movie oh, I want. I, I,
1: I thought you were going to say I want I the kidding. Ken Burns.
3: <laughs> like, oh, that'd be great. Like today, yeah. I killed Dearest Martha.
1: <laughs> today we, we fought on
3: the battlefield, men, but they lost many more. <laughs> the long johns sent to warm this winter.
2: I want a fake animated fake history documentary series about some sort of long by ken burns and
3: it has order. to have like uh by ken burns the, what do you call it the the letters with like the fade-ins of all all the action in the background yeah, but it's still being handwritten yeah
1: yeah and then it has to be like this jedi died like the next <laughs> of day of dysentery <laughs> <We have> to, <laughs> but they had to write this of like really like, <laughs> dysentery
3: of a cut to his foot
1: <laughs> he tripped yeah. He, he tripped on a rose bush. Nine <laughs> and was hours later, never heard from again. <laughs>
4: <laughs> what oh, about you,
2: funny. Josh? What's your dream <sighs> book? I. You've probably read more books than the rest of us. At least the new canon I... ones, right? I
1: don't know if I've read I've more than Alex, like but.
2: Oh, you're just counting them. I have read eight them. of the new yeah, ones. He's just gonna count them. Okay. Eight of the new ones.
1: I I'd have to look at my uh, my audible. Josh, ca- uh, you get account.
2: docked ten points. Yeah, your nerd you credit
1: went down
3: half a docket. What do,
4: <laughs> what
2: do you mean? Like
3: I, I'm still consuming them. I'm just
1: yeah, but not, it's hmm.
2: it's it's not as hard. So it, it know, isn't as hard,
1: fun. which is why it's appealing. Uh, and also, there's sound effects and music. It's great. I hear um, that the yeah.
2: certain point of view was was awesome. Let's that.
1: see, if I get to have a, a book about anything, well, I'm all about the I'm all about the Jedi. So. I think, and it, it's funny because it probably existed in in uh, Legends or something, but I kind of want, I've always had an idea, like, oh, if I could write, if I was given the keys to write my own arc of Star Wars comics, I would want something about, uh, a, like, a brother, I would write something about, like, a brother and sister who are both in the Jedi Order who have conflicting opinions on how the jedi few things like love and stuff and i've always had this like scene in my head where it's like i I don't like uh there's like a standoff and it's uh like i would have the sister fall in love with some some guy and that's like forbidden but like i don't know it's like a whole thing but it's like is it it's hard to explain but i i would kind of want like a whole i would want a sibling thing with with a lot of philosophical stuff going on, I and think, then maybe a war in the background because it's dis- in the title. I mean, so
2: you're pretty much describing Star Wars, by the way. I know a sibling thing with like a you war. No two siblings, <laughs> so romantic not, thing. No, but... Not
1: splin- <laughs> no, 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 not a splinter of the mind's eye situation. By I mean, I, I just like I want something in an uh, older public kind of era. I think, that, I think we need you know,
3: that. We I, have I feel of like... the modern and the and the newer. I want old.
1: Why
2: do you think they're staying away know. from it so much? Why do you think they've kind of riped the pre... Do you think they want to leave it open for potential films? Sorry. Wow. I don't
1: know. I, I feel like they're going to get to it eventually because ev- every time they announce a new thing someone's like, New Republic! <laughs> <laughs> In that voice, that's always a comment. New Republic! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, no, and they're like, ah... They like Your go back into the up. into the darkness, but every time it's like a new. They're like, "Oh, a new Star Wars thing that we've quote never seen before." Like, New Repo- Old Republic. We're we gonna get nope. it. Okay, like, finally. <laughs> like, people are just hungry for that era because I think, uh, and I think what I like about it too is uh, I like th- the appeal that there's so many Jedi and so many Sith. Like, it feels more like there's a lot more meat on the bone, whereas opposed to uh, the original yeah. trilogy, there was it did feel almost like uh, uh, the universe was this kind of, like, dying monster yeah. that everyone was fighting over, which is mm. a weird way to put it. but I like uh, that. Yeah, it, it, like, I like the idea that there's a bunch of Jedi and a bunch of Sith, and it leaves See, it open for, like, lots of stories and lots of weird kind of stuff, you know? So I, and, and, it, yeah, and it it's, it, you probably would have maybe a little more freedom in that era just to yeah, do that, whatever you wanted, you know? Oh, yeah. let's tell a story about a friggin a Sith and a Jedi who defect to the other sides and like, let's tell their stories in parallel or something. Or, like, or how about like a Jedi
2: know? who's like king of a planet, but he's also a force user and there's.
1: Yeah, like- he goes to, he's the Ewok <laughs> god. And they're like, you can't do this, and he's like, I just did. Oh my did. gosh! And
2: the original story of whoever the Ewok God is—the real guy—that's not C three PO that they're all worshiping. Oh, do we know who wait, that what? is? You know, they think C three PO is their god, but he's clearly not their god, unless he is, and we could talk about that. But but did, what, there
1: was there an implication that there was an original guy.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, it's not like they were just like, hey, look at that guy. You know what? He looks like he's probably a god. No, he's I clearly maybe supposed it was just to be he was somebody. Gold. They, you think they just saw something shiny and decided to worship it spontaneously? Yeah. it's
1: like that whole. I th- I thought that Lucas was touching on the whole like cargo cult thing, where like you know uh, like soldiers in World War Two like flew down in their planes and interacted with all these tribes of people who I, thought I they were thought gods. I just thought it was just
3: something that, that happened. Yeah. I mean, you guys got real deep into this.
4: Yeah. <laughs> okay,
2: fine. I think they have an actual. You should god look up cargo cults were...
3: though. It's really interesting.
2: There's clearly a collective unconscious reaction happening there. Anyway, sorry. Sure. <laughs> That's a different topic. I,
1: I do like the idea that there was a guy,
2: yeah.
1: like, who showed up like Jonathan Ewok, and then well, he, was their, Ewok. he was Maybe it was their previous guy. a previous Jedi. That has.
3: Oh. <laughs> yeah, Jonathan Ewok.
1: The Force moves For in mysterious Ewok. ways. For
2: Jonathan
3: it Ewok. Return to Endor <laughs> yeah. Part Three, Jonathan's Tale.
2: Oh boy! Oh boy! It'll be. So, oh, have man. you guys
3: seen the new King Kong movie? john no. c Riley. No. yes jonathan ewok
2: yes yes sold that movie was decent. i'm telling you the it was all about the monster really cool. i
3: could have cared i couldn't have cared less about the humans i just wanted to know what was gonna happen in king kong
2: oh there was oh. no human story it was just like really oh, that's, cool that's all i cared about just like same thing with godzilla i
3: hated the humans i had wish they all got eaten because they made really really bad <laughs> decisions but the monster story
2: well, they're part of a series oh, now. The they're part of a... It, uh, yeah, I love it. Give me more yes. Crazy Big Monsters fighting. I'm all about it. Skip. I
1: don't know Sorry. about all that. I'm very anti-remake, but we can go into that a whole So when do you time. think they're going to reboot remake, the original though, movies? Like, the Kong thing kind of is. It's like the same plot. But yeah, but there was, hun-
2: there was like so many of these back in the day. 90s, yeah, uh, from the uh, 60s all the way up to now. They make they're, them... They're, yeah. There are some
3: crazy movies out there. Baby it's Godzilla? Turn them out. Yeah.
2: Baby, Baby good we've 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 jumped off the yeah the, the, the bar chair. Um, a rank
4: a rank or get, love story. Hey. That's that's what I want.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, before we move on to the news, is there anything anyone else wants to say about Star they're... Wars books?
2: I want to start reading them. When we first started doing this podcast, I bought seven, and they're all sitting on my kitchen counter. You
1: should get you finish you finish Lost Stars because you're getting close to like. The part where the chapters get shorter and shorter. So then yeah. you're just going to be like breezing through them. And then it gets crazy.
2: I think I'm going to give up on reading the news. Yeah, the
3: news is not start. so much fun. <laughs> this one you have space battles. <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: yeah, space. I like space, space. battles.
3: And then you got to
1: get on that uh, yes. Dark Disciple because it's great. Yeah.
2: Yes. I'm seeing that. It's got one.
1: more of what you like in it. I it's got all the romance in it.
4: Ooh. A little? I don't want to say much more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, well, it's time for the news. I have good news for you, my lord.
4: <laughs>
1: All right, so our first news story and this is something actually, Alex, you talked about. At the beginning of the show, but we're just going to reiterate it again. And uh, We talked about this on the last episode. Java's sail barge, the giant four-foot sail barge, actually reached its goal. Reached its, its 5, goal and backers. surpassed it. And, uh,
3: yes. Where are we at? Do you yes. have the left counter up uh, still? Let's do a refresh. We were at, at the start of the show, at 8,552. <laughs> <laughs> All right? 800- 8,552. Eight, eight, 8, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ah, so way more than I I originally thought. Which is interesting. It's this whole Kickstarter mentality, I think, where it's like, if it's not going to happen, then I don't really want to even do it. But then when it does pass it, then all of a sudden. It's real.
3: Yeah, you're like, oh, it's real. It's happening. I'm
1: going to do it And we're literally
3: at the last two hours. mm
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So, so you cool. can't
2: get it now, people who are listening. Sorry. Yeah, if
1: you're listening now, you're gonna have to get it at like auction, at the next Star Wars so, celebration or something. So we're at it's eight
3: thousand probably... eight hundred and three. So can you guys hear me?
1: So what is it? Oh.
3: Yeah, eight thousand eight hundred and three. With one minute to oh, go. Wow!
2: So even a couple more hundred. Oh gosh! Might as, well Might as well just wait. We'll come back to it. We'll
1: come back to it. We'll we'll yeah. come back to it. We'll come back to it after the next story. Okay. Uh, I really dis kind of dislike this headline, but whatever. Uh, Daisy Ridley has probably read the Star Wars script for Episode Nine. It's kind of like, well, duh. But um, uh, the main, I guess, point is that like Finn and Rey are gonna be hanging out again. In episode nine, which I kind of expected, like I didn't think that was news. Yeah, but... they got
2: they got a team up and and yeah, um, it
1: o- out. awesome con is. Go- I think it just well it'll be it will have ended by the time, uh, this episode airs. But awesome con was going on and John Boyega was there and he said during a panel that uh, Daisy was reading the script and she texted him saying, "Oh my God, we're together again." So, uh,
2: hmm. that's there you go that's that sounds legit
3: yeah
1: i mean <laughs> it's a lot of hearsay but
2: yeah. um uh, yes, from John from John yes that's where we are <laughs> right from
3: now. John but still you know it's, it's it's exciting we don't know much about what what's going to happen so uh it's you know
2: yay and yes and it's excited to hear that they're excited
3: uh-huh um
1: Next news story, there's apparently, I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but like, Last Jedi is really? sold out on Amazon.
2: Whoa! But,
1: uh, yeah, and there were all these, like, theories about, like, uh, uh, like they didn't order enough <laughs> because no one cares, or like, My people actually do care, so they ordered all of them, when in reality, apparently, Amazon and Disney have been feuding for a long time about Oh, about, did that uh, did that leak Blu-rays, into this? Apparently. Um yes, and so apparently what has happened is like Amazon won't get Blu-rays and stuff for Disney movies until a yeah, couple Yeah, they also weeks don't do not do orders either. So yeah, so the thinking is that they haven't had any yet. And so that's why they're sold out. But this is
2: the future yeah. Get excited but again if
1: you go to any yeah, store there's so find the many of them
3: at uh, our best Buy, like, which is very surprising
2: i mean yeah best when i buy, went to my
3: best buy they had a ton of them and,
1: and i was like i don't need the steel book but
2: the fear i mean this is kind of a side thing but don't say not that be we already lost for rice. a lot longer don't, don't ruin
1: this for me why don't you uh, think there's gonna be yeah. best buys for a while
2: brick and mortar digital uh, media stores no way um amazon is going to be amazon but things are gonna it's, it's things might end up getting a lot more proprietary so you might see more stuff like this um which is unfortunate because people have to make their money somehow and if amazon's
3: as long yeah. as we still get exclusives yeah. from anyway, from the online vendor, I'm okay with that too as long as it's not like hey because everyone is closed up shop you get one version and that's it give us a little variety you know the special features, the extra disc, the covers, all that. That's that's always part of the fun of the hunt. At least for me.
1: Or just make well, all see, of that.
2: that well, the I think that's going to go away. I think you're going to just it's going to go direct to you. It's going to be direct from uh, Disney. Like
3: yeah, it'll be on the I streaming. I, I like server. to have a physical copy.
2: Yeah, you order stri-
3: Cuz all it takes Well, I like to have a physical copy too if the Well, that and the, also uh, you know EMP your, your happens, internet you know? goes down and so does all your media. <laughs> like we're we're basing everything off of yeah a exactly wireless service that all you have to do is unplug one thing and it's all gone i'd i'd rather have a physical copy to be like hey you know what <laughs> it's true i mean
1: but. that i understand that and that is yeah. why i buy all the star wars movies and that's why i buy whatever my favorite movie was that year i don't buy a lot of movies so like whatever my favorite movie was for mm-hmm. the year i buy that
2: for the, in the case of the EMP apocalypse, so that when you're going out, you can watch all your favorite films. Is that the thinking?
1: Yeah, I mean, technically, we probably wouldn't even be able to watch our films. But no, if like like no, the sure. reason. The There's internet no
2: power, right so you're gonna be yeah. It's like if I had
1: a if I had an you know there was some earthquake that knocked out the internet. So this EMP thing that you're worried about, yeah, are you, are you, you thinking
3: go. like like solar flare? I didn't say I was worried, worried about like it. A... I actually was talking. Or I are you was thinking talking more about, solar like, oh, like solar flares that think like driving high an EMP field generator on his back that's attacking the Pacific Rim core. <laughs> sorry
1: I just watched there you
4: Pacific go.
3: <laughs> It's called the uh, it's
1: called the 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 net knockout. that's what they call it <laughs> Oh
4: I didn't oh, God. <laughs> Anyway
1: uh, <laughs> That was <laughs> nice. that was good uh, <laughs> All right Uh so Alex, you can break down all this Denny stuff. There's a bunch of Denny's and like
3: solo. Yeah, so Denny's had a uh, press event this, I think it was actually this past Monday, over at the El Capitan Theater in Hollywood. Uh, Basically, they're doing a large Mm -hmm. promotional event with the solo movie. So you can go to your local Denny's now and try one of their, uh, I think there's about four offerings of uh, specialty Star Wars themed foods. They have like a, a Blaster Burger, special milkshake special pancakes, and all that. Uh, but aside from that, if you're a collector like me, they have a 12-card set of exclusive trading cards uh, that you buy, which kind of sucks. It's uh, two cards to a pack. I believe they're $3 a pack, but look, well, what they're doing with this is they're actually raising money for uh, the No Kid Hungry, uh, what do you call it, um, organization. So... It's, it's a fundraising thing that they're doing. Uh, they also have special collector cups. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's this whole little thing, special menus. Uh, so if you want to go and experience some Star Wars for breakfast, go to Denny's.
2: Is this like the first big product integration brand we've one seen is so far Yeah, after Solo? it's
3: interesting. I was actually looking up this story, and uh, as of March 6th, there was a story put out. And it actually listed all the different companies that Disney was uh, doing marketing pushes for Solo. And my favorite one is the Solo Cup Company. So we will be seeing Solo Solo items.
4: Yeah, Solo Solo. Have,
3: we are. We will. That's uh, awesome.
2: Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I am oh having a God. Han Solo themed beer well, pong the production party. Name it's going to be called, amazing. Like,
1: Red Cup. Yeah. And, if, and, if, and if someone loses, yes. they have to give up their car.
3: <laughs> but the production the production name for haunts for the like soul movie it. was red cup wasn't it so i mean right there you got yeah. you know you got That's a brilliant. It was. so yeah if, if you want I star wars this. breakfast go to denny's but in the next few weeks you're going to see be seeing a lot more solo connections uh, i guess there's even a car coming out but it's only going to be released in i think the uk so if you really want you know how they did the uh Nissan rogue for, and during rogue one they're going to do something similar to that um over overseas,
4: hmm.
1: sweet. They're also releasing a bunch of trading card.
3: Packs Those are the ones, yeah. The the, the twelve At sets. Denny's. yeah. He's Come on, here. Josh.
4: you yeah. already
1: said that. <laughs> oh, you did. I'm yeah, sorry. no, I, must I have think that's going to that, be the
3: main but... thing I'm going to try to get. And they're uh, they're blind yeah. packs, but I mean, it's all fundraising. You're, you're fighting childhood hunger. It's it's for a good cause, so you know, I'll fight my hunger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fight some kids. Fighting if children. If I have to. <laughs> but yeah go to Denny's get some uh, Star Wars pancakes oh real quick though just real That's quick What's next? these trading cards have released yeah. new names yeah. for new aliens and new characters and there's one there is one oh I saw some of the names they're pretty a lot of. yes are you talking about the Becky, lobster do you want to know what his name is <laughs> okay I'm going to send you a link to sure. the picture real quick just so you can take a look at it um and then i'll read it out loud to everybody it's it's
1: okay
3: it's pretty <laughs> like, funny yeah, yeah, right this there. is very Don't dramatic it, look you know what it is josh right yeah so this <laughs> this is real yeah, yeah.
2: is this real so this character
3: yeah, that's who real. has a lobster face and lobster claws <laughs> his name is therm scissor punch oh uh spoiler alert his name is therm scissor punch <laughs>
2: Thurm, I, hope, I hope He's we get amazing. a six-inch figure You're of
3: this great. guy, because I'm going to buy right away. He's a nice away. boy.
1: Right? <laughs> oh Dude, you need know, to put him right in your fish tank. Right next to my tank. Constable
3: Zuvio. He'll, you know, he'll have a friend. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got to you have... gotta get
1: started on Rancho Zuvio, so...
2: We need to have a Star Wars that's like classic fighting game so I can play as Therm Scissor Punch because that's yeah. amazing. We'll mod
1: him into uh, Masters <laughs> of Tariscassi just for you. All right. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. We okay. We need to we make do. as the soon as Toys puts
3: everything to you know more than ten percent off. I'm gonna start hoarding Zuvios.
1: <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Uh, Second to last news story, Star Wars Most Wanted book description hints at background for Solo's story. So um, for those of you that don't know, Most Wanted is one of the books coming out for like ahead of uh, ahead of uh, Solo's release. I think it should be out soon. This one is a... I want to say young adult novel. The other one that's the full novel is uh, last shot, which I don't think is out yet. I want to check it comes out April 17th. Um, and then this one comes out actually May 25th. So the day the movie comes out um, and the description is, is such it says set before the events of solo, a star Wars story, Han and Kira don't have a lot in common other than not having a lot. They're street kids on an industrial planet called Corellia. Uh, <laughs> and I'm reading really awful right now. <laughs> Doing whatever it takes to get by, dreaming of something more, they each jump at a chance to prove themselves in the perilous world of Corellia's criminal underbelly, only to discover that they are on the same mission for the same unscrupulous boss. And when the job goes disastrously wrong, Han and Kira are on the run from pirates, a droid crime syndicate I'm in, by yep. the way, I'm totally in uh, the Empire and their boss, and we'll have to learn to trust each other if they're going to survive. Um, I'm going to say this. I don't think that that hints at the plot for Solo at all. Uh, I think it just sets up background on how these two people know each other. But that's about it. But it seems cool, actually. I like uh, you had me at droid crime syndicate. I
2: was gonna say if that was the movie, i meant Like, whatever. Yeah. All of it sounds good. Yeah. Droid but... syndicate sounds really cool. I know. Cool. I'm imagining so all these
1: droids. Really like cool eating a bunch of
3: like calculator <laughs> droids just messing with numbers.
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: I hope it's a bunch of like, like the books. Old school battle droids who have gotten all led by like the smart IG-88 ones somehow, oh, my oh, god, there's cool. one.
3: All right, let's write this Becky. Oh, my God. That's the name of the book. Roger. That was the name of the (laughs) book. It's called Roger. Kathleen Kennedy comes to your door.
2: (laughs) Can you imagine him, like, doing, like, he's, like, (laughs) kind of sitting there Godfather style, and he's all calm, and then he, like, takes a blast (laughs) rap shoots someone, and like, Roger, Roger. Then he had the sad trumpet come in.
3: Fades to Uh. black. All
4: right,
3: this is a fan film.
1: Oh, man. All right. Last news story. Braun Howard says that Solo, a Star Wars story edit, has been locked. Whoa! And confirms new trailer. Um, on Twitter, someone asked, like, go get a new trailer soon, right? And he just responded, yep. <laughs> and uh, I think we were, Alex and I were talking about this. We think it's probably coming on May the 4th, which is... How many weeks is that from now? One, two, three... Four weeks from now.
4: Oh!
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> I mean, the movie's only 51 days, so that's like f- five, six weeks, something
2: like that. I feel like we'd get the other trailer before that.
1: I don't know. I feel like they're probably going to announce quite a few things on May the 4th this year.
2: But I don't know if you can wait that long for oh, another, I'm curious like, to see the when they put tickets trailer. for sale. I don't know.
3: I don't know. Probably that day, yeah.
1: Probably that day. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta figure out can. who I'm going with because Nicole doesn't want to go to the premiere with me. So
2: What? Yeah. Sorry, I tell just tell was Nicole,
1: like, I know much see shade. it, but come I'm on, not Nicole. super interested. I was like, what? fine. What? Nicole, you guys are coming her.
4: down <laughs> here. <laughs> She's now come downstairs on, come on down here. Trying
1: we'll, to defend uh, we'll,
3: herself. I'll we'll keep it up.
2: <laughs> Love you, Nicole.
4: Are you
3: frowning?
4: <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh,
2: well, we should, we should Since we're not going to be together, we should all time it so that we, we see can Skype it near the at same, the same time,
3: time and then come and back and pod. And just be yeah, really in the phone.
1: Yeah, we do. We'll all go to our own Denny's and do a call. I don't know if they are Denny's. Will we open card happen. packs and talk That's about weird. how much we liked it?
2: I'm going to look that up right now. Are there Denny's? Okay.
1: There is we'll a Denny's, theory, Denny's, but we we it's like a 15-20 minute drive. We each can
3: get one of our Denny's. I bet you have a lot. Yeah.
2: Ooh. Okay, there's one up in Harlem. I'm good.
4: You're good. Let's do it. I'm gonna do. It. All right. <laughs> oh wait, no, that's a barbershop. Anyway. Can I get a grand slam? Say no more. Anyway.
3: Oh. I got you, fam. <laughs> 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 so, is that a type of haircut?
2: Like,
1: oh my god, that's amazing. um Yeah, that's exciting. I'm excited. And
2: I can't wait. Yeah, I will we, will, say also, we will have
1: a review episode.
2: Locked, in quotation marks, nothing's ever locked. But yes, finished, I'm sure. But yeah. I,
1: there there was a picture of him. It's not on this article, um, but I did see a picture on Twitter of him sitting on like a couch in Lucasfilm with his like arms crossed and on the screen. It said a long time ago in a galaxy far far away and it was about like he was like doing like one last passover or whatever oh
2: my gosh uh, i give a million dollars to be in that edit room
1: yeah but uh yeah it, i'm excited this is cool and I it was funny because i saw a bunch of people like saying like "Wow, you're really cutting it close aren't you and then I, people had to point out like nope most movies are like this
4: <laughs> like, and yeah Ryan now like no Adventures
1: we finished movie, like on editing schedule it up to like Fine.
3: three days before it premiered like come on people! yeah
2: that's what i'm saying nothing's ever like locked they're gonna like switch certain tiny things someone somewhere is gonna have a note Yeah, about at this point give them as much time as they need oh, well, like
3: right. with all the issues they've had i mean come on yeah come on people
2: love it love it can't wait so excited more movies correct yeah. Creature time? Uh,
1: Ooh. yeah. I'd say it's time for Creature of the Week.
0: Good job, They were no longer.
1: I thought they smelled bad. On the outside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our creature. <laughs> can't even say it. Our creature of the week uh, was actually suggested by Alex, and it's from the Star Wars Ewoks cartoon. Uh, and it, it appeared in a episode called the season scepter it is the unidentified butter like butterfly like creature
2: (laughs) it is a legends character we have to be clear about that
1: yes it's a legends it's a legends (laughs) uh, non-sentient creature uh its description is a butterfly like creature existed on the forest moon of endor with a red body and a large black uh, spotted yellow wings the creature appeared harmless to the moon's native frog like creatures which sometimes waited on victoria's and attempted to catch the flying creatures with their tongues however the butterfly like creature was actually carnivorous whoa and powerful enough to lift uh <laughs> lift a the frog like creature okay come on star of wikipedia come on
2: you know yeah, someone did, get this whoever while did this drawing they old must have <laughs> they, of the Ewok like series. they added
1: they added the second part however oh man
2: yeah, That's so fine. it's All just it a was, random yeah. butterfly from the animated series. Yep, it's has a anybody, butterfly that
1: was in the Ewoks
3: cartoon.
2: Has anybody ever watched Star Wars? I watched Ewoks a few episodes. Television so,
3: so. series. It's, um, it's special. It's fun. It's fun.
2: It was. It was actually on ABC, guys. Oh, it was man. two seasons on television, uh, thirty-five episodes. Um, wow. So.
1: 35. <laughs> that reminds me, I saw those animation cells that I need to send you a picture of. Um, oh
4: yeah
1: Becky because
4: yes, I need to do. send you uh,
1: two of them and then I also need to measure them because I want to frame uh, the ones that I'm keeping and I yeah I think that's about it for now except for right now uh stay tuned right now for my interview with Corey from UT right which is happening, now like right this you second cut it
4: into it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Hey everybody, welcome back to Long Time Ago Radio. I'm sitting down with Corey Helton, who's the founder of Utini. How you doing, sir?
4: I'm doing good, man. How's are you? How are you?
1: Doing pretty good. Uh, before we get started talking about Utini and Star Wars books and stuff, I have to ask you the question that we ask everybody that comes on the show, and that is, how did you first fall in love
5: with Star Wars? Oh man, that is the age-old question indeed. So Star Wars has been a uh, lifelong passion of mine. Um, my first experiment uh, with Star Wars involved, the LaserDisc, believe it or not. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah, so <clears throat> I'm, uh, I'm not that old, I'm only 24, um, but uh, my, I, had, I guess some good friends of ours had copies of the LaserDisc, and uh, we used to watch those all the time, and for those less attuned to the uh, technological past, LaserDisc were a weird technology kind of between uh, VHS and DVDs. Like they thought it was kind of kind of get popular and it never really caught on. And they're the size of, a uh, records, like a record player. Yeah,
1: um, they're huge.
5: Yeah. They're very big. You'd you have to flip them just like you would a record, um, in the middle of the movie. And I cannot remember, <laughs> someone asked me recently if I remember where the flip was. I do not remember where the flip was. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I used to watch those, uh, those laser discs all the time. I was a huge, huge star Wars fan. Um, I didn't really, I think I sort of, I'm not sure if I really appreciated Star Wars for what it was. I mean, I was probably like five, six years old when I was watching those laser discs. So, I mean, I don't really, I think I even fully appreciated what it was. And I sort of left Star Wars. Like, I think it was just, it was one of those things that, you know, your your parents put in front of you as a kid. And just kind of, you know, you watch it and it's entertaining. And um, I sort of left it for a little while. So, I kind of came back to Star Wars, I guess, in middle school age or so. Um and uh, that is when I first got exposed to the books for the first time. I was in uh, about eighth grade or so when I stumbled upon um, all the books at, uh, at like, Barnes & Noble. And... Um I uh, I was just completely overwhelmed with how many books there were, and like I just picked up a random one. I had no idea what I was getting into at all. It was it was crazy. <laughs>
1: which which book was it?
5: It was uh, Invincible by Troy Denning, which is the last of the Legacy series. It's like a nine book <laughs> series. It takes place of um, after like about what is it, like 30 years after Return of the Jedi, something like that? Something so about, like that. Yeah. yeah, about the same time as Force Awakens is in the Legends timeline. And it was the last book in the series. I had no idea what was going on. I mean, it was <laughs> like, I mean, you should, I mean, you know this. When you read the last book in, in a series like that, like, you know, the Legacy series is excellent, but, man, it's very complex. And if you're not fairly attuned to, like, how Star Wars works and the politics works, I was just, like, I was just completely blown away with how intense it was i guess but maybe that's kind of what hooked me i was like gosh how do i learn all this like star
1: wars is way bigger than i thought it was (laughs) right yeah we have that we have people uh ask us sometimes like i don't know what i should even read first and like i'll throw out a bunch of names but at the same time it's like it is hard sometimes to be like to to point people in that right direction sure um and i felt the same way as you did back in the day when like, Legends, I was like, I wanted to read these books, but I'm like, oh, man, I don't even know where to start. Right. There's, like a million of these books. Um, but going into sort of uh, Utini and what that's all about, how did you get, uh, how did you first come up with the idea for that and, and found that? What was like the uh, driving force behind starting a uh, delivery service for Star Wars books?
5: Yeah, so I'm in I'm in medical school down in Georgia. I'm a third-year medical student. I'm training to be a uh, – it's an MD program, so I'll be a doctor at the end of this. I think I want to be a family doctor. Um, so medical school is as intense as they say it is. <laughs> yeah. they, the analogy that they use is it's like drinking from a fire hose with a straw. It's just so much information Jeez. to absorb. And medical school is a lot harder than I was expecting it to be. Um, but you know, I was obviously a big Star Wars fan before med school and in the Star Wars books have continued to be sort of my escape from reality, I guess, if you will. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, um, I was last summer, I was studying for the USMLE step one exam, which is the first of a three parts, uh, test process that you have to go through to become a doctor. And, you know, I don't think, I mean, it might be a little arrogant of me to say this, but like, I think. I think it might be fairly conclusive to say that the USMLE Step 1 might be the most difficult test on the planet. It is so wow. unbelievably hard. I mean, it's just like it's just the amount of academic knowledge that it covers. It's basically every random fact that you could have possibly studied in, in medical school can be on that test. And um, it's such a huge test that medical schools block out a huge gap of time for you to study for it, where you have no classes, no anything, and they give you six weeks on average. Wow. Um, so my school gave me six weeks to study for this test. And it's the most intense testing period you you can imagine. Like I was studying, I studied sixteen hours a day for six weeks straight. Like wow, I took half a day off one a week, and it was just I had a couple nervous breakdowns. It's it's very very intense testing, and like so not yeah. a lot of time for Star Wars books. Not a <laughs> lot of time for Star Wars books, and it's really around that time when I was studying my butt off for that test that I just sort of realized like. Like there were several big announcements of books that were coming out. They announced the Thrawn book was going to come out. And I just missed all this stuff because I was just so absorbed. And, you know, given I was a little overly absorbed in in study stuff. But still, I just, it, it sort of came to my realization that like, man, it is very hard to stay on top of book releases as a working adult. Like regardless if you're studying 16 hours a day, if you're a busy family person with, you know, kids and work life and responsibilities, it's hard if you're not like very intentional about, you know, finding when books come out, documenting it, pre-ordering on Amazon, like, it's just kind of tricky to stay on top of it, and I realized there was just probably a very large market for people that wanted to keep up with the expanded universe, but did not really have the time or energy to follow every single comic that comes out, or follow every graphic novel release, because that stuff is just not very well announced. There's a couple places online you can find that, like, dates and stuff, but you have to really go out of your way to to do it and you know I just kind of had I was thinking that there's going to be a better way to do this and I was like why don't we just create a, a service that works kind of like Amazon would work if you could just give them your credit card and say give me all the Star Wars books I just want them all and you just choose a category of book that you want to receive and that's kind of what we've done at, at Uteni we've created um, several different types of book subscriptions if you want the canon books or legends books or the comics or the graphic novels you can order those as a subscription from us and we'll just send you everything as it comes out Um, it's like a monthly subscription fee and like, um, we're creating sort of a Star Wars experience, so there's more than just the book uh, in 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 the packaging. You get like you get this magazine that we've designed with all this commentary, and information about the expanded universe in it. We have a couple of different subscriptions for people that are getting into the books for the first time. Um, like the newcomer bag has got like our personal curated. We think these are the first books you should read in the order you should read them.
1: There's Lost uh, Stars in there.
5: Yes, at Lost Stars yes. is actually number one. We have a...
1: We have is a joke it, on this show that every episode somebody's got to bring up Lost Stars.
5: <laughs> Lost Stars, I I'm not sure. It sounds like it wouldn't be controversial to say this with you guys, but like Lost Stars, I would argue might be the best Star Wars novel that's ever been written. Like uh, it's pretty, it's pretty up there. It's it definitely is. my favorite. It is. Yeah. It is mine too. My wife just got into the Star Wars books too. Finally, she's been a Star Wars fan forever, and um, we started this business together, and she finally started. Uh, reading them and she listened to Lost Stars uh, an, an audible subscription yeah. an audiobook and came home just like oh my god I need more this was such an unbelievable book <laughs> Yeah,
1: it's it's such a and it's such a great uh, jumping off point for new fans it is it, it, it is. takes place in the original trilogy and it's like oh if I've just seen those movies I can get a grasp of what's even right. happening you know?
5: plus it has all the beautiful elements that the really great expanded universe has it's got original characters it's got um, like a little bit of romance, it's got all these subtle little tie-ins to the film and like little behind-the-scenes stuff that you just go, oh, man, that's how that happened. Like, that's what the Expanded Universe is really all about. So, right, yeah, yeah. Lost Stars is an excellent one. That's the number one, and that's a good test, too. If you didn't enjoy Lost Stars, then there's a good chance you probably will not enjoy the Expanded Universe just because yeah. it's such a representation of everything. So
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I saw on your website that you have a collection manager. Can you tell me a little bit about that?
5: Yeah, yeah. So the Utini bookshelf. So this has got a good story behind it. So I'm gonna tell that. So go for it. Um, I was a, you know, I've always been a huge, a uh, huge book nerd, and you know, like a lot of collectors, I like to look at my collection and see what I have and see what I don't have. And there's a couple of good places to find that type of information out there, but there's not really a great place to just see it all in one place. And in my opinion, collecting is a very visual process. You like to see things, like you like to see list and count off things that you don't have. And so I built this really intricate excel document that had all the star wars books in it like all the novels and, and kids books and stuff in it and uh i used this for a couple of years to track my own book collection and which books i had read so this kind of helped me stay up to date a little bit but you know it only works you know retrograde you only look, you, only, you can only look in the past like that so right um, it, it would you could put like check marks in it and it would count up how many books you had because somebody asked me one time like how many actually get that question a lot like how many books have you read and I couldn't give him a solid answer and you know I finally had a solid answer after I wrote that document like 112 as of yesterday you know (laughs) so like um I don't know what my number is now because I haven't counted in a little bit um I need to double check and look at my um my bookshelf but so I built this Excel document. I actually put it on Reddit. It's out there somewhere. You could probably find it. Um, it's mm-hmm. like a book-tracking Excel document. And I was like, man, this has really got to be somewhere. And it's kind of boring and ugly to look at. And if you don't know how to use Excel, then like y- it might be kind of hard for you. Um, so I was like, this has got to be somewhere. So um, Uteni gave me an excuse to finally build this thing. Um, so like one of the big problems that we had to overcome very early on is you know people have been collecting Star Wars books for years. So how do we prevent them from getting repeats right if they've already read the Thrawn trilogy then they obviously don't want to get the Thrawn trilogy again because they want stuff they haven't read right so I needed a system in which people could like record their collection and I could see that on our end Um, so all of these things mixed together led us to creating the Utini bookshelf so this thing is free to use and you can check it out it's bookshelf.utini.com and you can go in there and create an account uh, and it's got like all the novels, all the graphic novels, like we're constantly adding to this thing. We're about to add all the comics and all the audiobooks and all kinds of crazy stuff. It's got a ton of stuff in there. Um, and you can go in and create your account and like click on all the books you own. And It'll like highlight them and, and show you like which ones you own. You can use it to see which ones you don't own. Um, you can use it to see which books are canon and which are legends. Like there's a lot of cool uses and it's very... Pretty to look at. It's got all the covers like in there, and it's really sweet. Um, if if nothing else, like if you don't get anything else out of this talk, you should go check out the bookshelf because it's it's a super super fun, super cool little tool. And like I said, that's free to use. We're probably gonna build a pro version down the road with some pretty advanced features, and that'll probably be a paid thing. But um, the base so like package covers or something. Yeah, yeah, like variant covers, like c- kind of more for the serious collectors, like the people that really want like to know everything and own everything. Like that would be very helpful for people. Like those, uh, those. I'm not a huge comic collector myself, so forgive my naivety here. But um, the uh, like the variant covers that have got like the action figures on them, like on all the comics. Or, yeah, that people, yeah, like people yeah. really like those. So like we want to build in that type of functionality. We want to build in the. Ability to look at if you collect hardcover versus softcover and all the really intricate collector stuff that'll probably be in a pro version somewhere. Right.
1: And then he, and and would would you have some way to like share your collection? Or yeah,
5: yeah. So that that type of stuff is all stuff that we'd like to build in into it eventually. So like you know we really, we really want a wish list functionality. We really want like a um a like like a price search functionality. Like you get alerted mm-hmm. when you know a book you're looking for goes up on eBay. Like stuff like that. So. Um, yeah. all that type of stuff is really cool stuff we want to build into the into the pro version and we had a lot of crazy ideas I would love to see like a, like a learning algorithm based sort of um, you know it looks at the collection that you already have and stuff that you like and uh, maybe you could rate the books that you would really liked or something like that and our, our learning algorithm would sort of spit out books that you should read next and um, stuff like that so um, there's a lot of potential for that bookshelf and it's constantly working a work in progress so.
1: That would be pretty cool uh, as someone who tries to recommend books to people. I'm always just like, well, what do you like? Right. You know, like about like, what's your favorite thing in Star Wars? Because right. if you right. ask someone that, everyone's got a completely different answer. Right. Because it's right. so fast.
5: Yeah. And so. there's there's a lot of really generic stuff. I mean, I get that question all the time, too, is like, what should you read first? There's a lot of generic answers to that. I mean, you can throw out, like, the best books, the most popular books. Um, but, like, I would love to see more of a personalized approach to it, like, Do you really like smuggler stuff? Do you really like non Jedi characters? Do you really like the force, the mystical side of things? Do you like the dark side? Like, do you like the empire? Like there's so many options of really great content to get people hooked. And um, you know, those first couple books you read are 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 pretty important. Like I don't recommend just going to Barnes Noble, picking a random one off the shelf because there's a lot of really great work for you though. It did. It did work for me. It did work for me. Um, but uh, I think I think I, I think you and I probably both fall into that special category of Star Wars fans that you know, <laughs> it's pre- it would be, be pretty hard to like displease us entirely. So yeah, there's very few things I've read where I'm like I don't know if I like that. But right right but if you're new time, reader, also, or a new reader I'm also a crazy person So that's exactly <laughs> I fall into that category as well so yeah
1: I'm like whatever you want to write about you can write about a guy farming for 300 pages and I'll read it yeah it'll be great <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, one last question before we let you go sure. and I asked this on this episode and I got a couple of, of interesting and funny answers but uh, the situation is that there's a knock on your door you open it Kathleen Kennedy's standing there she's like Corey I need your help alright we gotta we gotta get a book out. We don't know what it's about. You can have any Star Wars book you want, like any story you ever wanted. It gets made into a book. What do you want?
5: Boba Fett, unquestionably. Boba Fett. Yes. <laughs> have there bo- actually
1: been Boba Fett? Bo- I am- I imagine there have been. Like there's a whole sort span of, of them.
5: kind of. This is this is actually why that's my answer is. So Boba Fett is obviously one of the most popular. Insanely famous characters in all of Star Wars. Who is a relatively unimportant character? <laughs> like he, he, has had the, you know, he had the most dismissive death ever in in Return of the Jedi. Um, you, you know, like, he was such a cool-looking sort of background character that just looked awesome, um, but he actually does not have that much developed content about him. Sure, we got a little bit about him, like, in Rebels, like the, and, and not Rebels, and in, in the Clone Wars TV Clone show, Wars, we got yeah. to see him as a kid, And but I would almost argue that that sort of hurts his character more than it develops. I mean, we don't want to see him as a whiny kid, we want to see him as, you know, like, older, experience like, licensed to kill and was feared Bounty Hunter in the Galaxy character, right? And right. there's not been a lot of really intense con- content about Boba Fett. Now, he's in the, um, I think he's in the, uh, the, Bo- the Bounty Hunter trilogy. He's in there a little bit. Um, he's so. in the he's in the legacy series, right? He trains uh, Jaina Solo a little bit, like to well, help he him crawled
1: out of the Sarlacc or something.
5: Yeah, right? yeah. There's that there's that story too where he's developed <laughs> yeah. a little bit, but he's still this very mysterious character, and like there's not there's not really been a um, there's not a lot of content where we see him like, you know, the book opens up and he's in Slave One and hunting like some really intricate bounty and goes on this amazing adventure like nearly dies a whole bunch of times we don't really see much of that and i would love to see more bounty hunter stuff bounty hunters have always been sort of my my favorite sort of characters like it's my bucket list to build a to build a boba fett costume and join the 501st or whatever and and the mandalorian groups and like i love boba fett i would love to see (laughs) i'd love to see that
1: nice okay well for people who are interested in signing up for utini by the way that's y-o-u-t-i-n-i.com uh, how can they, how can they get started? Like, what do you recommend they, they do first?
5: Well, um, like you just said, you can definitely check out our website. We have lots of cool products on there, and our bookshelf, uh, the book collection tracking tool, is on our website. It's uh, you'll see it right in the center, the top there. It says Book Tracker or something like that. Um, so you can definitely check that out on our website, utini.com. You can find us on Facebook at utini, and on Twitter and Instagram, you can find us at utini underscore us.
1: Very cool. All right. Thank you for your time, Corey. This has been a great discussion.
5: Awesome, man. Thanks for having me.
4: Yeah.
3: Oh, that was really
1: informative.
4: Well, huh, that Josh. was a fun interview. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: That was pretty cool. Anyway, uh, you can find more. Uh, by googling you teeny with with a what's well, like <laughs> <Y-U>, you like you "y we'll post a link why oh you teeny we will post a link uh in the description below and all that good stuff um yeah i think that's actually gonna wrap up the episode by the way before we go i wanted to thank uh everyone we actually not only broke our record for like how many people listen to the show in a week uh, we tripled it, so Woohoo! that's that's amazing. Thank and you. I'm very excited about all that, and also yeah. it would have it would have uh, it would have already passed. But I'm going to Silicon Valley Comic Con this weekend, and I'm going to be giving out long time ago radio cards. So if you got one, welcome. Hi, how you doing? Uh, and uh, yeah, that's about it. I got anybody want to say anything else One, before we get out of here
3: if any of you guys are going to the right. star wars night at disneyland may 3rd i'll be walking around me and my wife so if you see a twi'lek and a uh reserve imperial pilot say hi that'll be us i'm hopefully going to be making some buttons to hand out just for the hell of it because these are always fun events and also i can let you guys know the final count on the sail barge completely closed this is as many as they will ever make. They are never making these ever again. The final number is eight thousand, eight hundred and twenty-two. That is a lot.
2: Wow. That's a lot.
3: Yeah. If let you're us one those of those cool, people, cool. yeah. why you decided to buy it? I'm curious. I know why I would love to, um, or what I w- why I would have loved to, but I'm curious to see why why you you bought it. Is it nostalgia, investment? You just want something to play with. Let us know.
2: And uh, please take a picture yes. of your animal yes. sitting in the barge. That's crucial. And send it yes. our way. Um, only other thing I want to say is if anybody is playing Galaxy of Heroes addictively, like I still am, uh, I just found out a cool thing. That during Galactic Battle, you, if you're losing your characters really badly, you can retreat. And you still get to keep all those characters. And you can try again. So that's my little tip. If anybody's doing that on their phone. Uh, I like a not but there you go.
1: I haven't been playing that game a lot. It's it's all about Disney Emoji Blitz for <laughs> me. Oh my
2: gosh, Josh, I can't stop.
1: I know I stop. it's so good. How many have have you gotten any of the? Uh, the <laughs> this is devolving into something else. Have you have you gotten any of the um, Inside Out emojis yet?
2: Well, I had gotten Joy before, and oh. I'm like one chest away from opening one now. So oh, yeah, cool.
1: yeah, I got sad uh, uh, sadness. But, um,
2: oh, sadness is a good
1: one. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to finish, but I don't know if I will. I'm like two thirds of the way there. <laughs> There's only a day left. I'm like ah. I,
2: I know you about. really have to commit. I'll just sit here
3: <laughs> playing my card trader <laughs> app, anyway. collecting uh, yeah. useless cards that mean absolutely nothing. Yeah. Oh, I got a. Oh, I got another. But, I got my fifty thousand. But this one has a green loop. border. Oh, that's, that's a nice insert. Cool. Oh, <laughs> look at that. That means
1: <laughs> only four thousand. That means that it. it's Those rare. Forty thousand. <laughs> yeah i actually want- did when i was on card trader i had a uh, the the book cover of a the new w- dawn as a card and there were only 2500 of them and that's i used to get messages cool. the all the time I people like, oh, oh, you. i think it's, it's like 30 no.
3: that exist. but then even that it's like one of, but it's, it's a digital file wow like it's not a trading card like i that's why i love trading cards because yeah. you could get yeah. i have like an ahsoka that's like one out of ten like i know there's ten that exists like this and that's a physical card wow um, but a digital card. Oh, look! I deleted it, and then it's gone. You know. Oh, yeah. I almost traded no, it away one day. You delete them. That's all. All you got to do is just you just, you know, <laughs> it just break your phone and it's one. gone. But, uh... <laughs> you get. Wah, I, wah. You, don't, don't, well, you know. You know. You know did, account, it's the though. same argument for like a, a movie yeah it like, sounds like, like having a physical hard copy. Though.
2: And real quick, I do eventually want to talk on air with you guys about some of the characters in this game, because I don't know all of them. There are some Star Wars characters I don't know, and I feel shame. There are some background
1: characters in there. Older Republic? Like, <laughs> <laughs> <Anyway. Yeah. laughs> Old Republic? Who? <laughs> Old No. Anyway, that's going to do it for the show. If you'd like to follow us... Uh, on uh, the internets and all that, you can go to a starwarspodcast.com where you'll find the complete RSS feed, all the good stuff. Please leave us a review on iTunes, it really helps out a lot. And uh, if you want to follow me personally on Twitter, you can find me at the Jawa Josh. Uh, where can they find you?
2: I am at Rebecca June Lane, and our official Twitter is I'm at I'm on LTA Instagram, dapper underscore, underscore
3: fet, facebook.com slash longtimeagoradio. radio. We're going to post random stuff the next few days. There's just so much Star Wars out there and leading up to Solo, I think I'm going to try to post a lot more stuff too, so be on the lookout for that.
1: Yeah. And that's going to do it. Uh, Remember, if you want to email into the show, if you have questions, comments, concerns, all the good stuff, you can do so at longtimeagoradio at gmail.com. May the Force be with you and we'll see you guys later. Bye.
4: Bye.